you may not know what we're talking about, but I won't apologize because I don't even care. <laughs> but it makes perfect sense to us. And I got the best Rod in the business. It's Nick, it's Rod, it's the House of Gomez podcast, and it starts right now. I don't even know how to start this, but we're just going to launch right into it. Hello and welcome to, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along, right? Yeah, Episode that's... one of the new House of Gomez podcast. What is the House of Gomez podcast, you ask? That's a very good question, right? I hope we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. That's <laughs> a matter of Tell fact. the truth. That is exactly what this is about. Episode one is us just trying to figure out what the heck this is all about. Uh, we've been saying for years that we need to record a show together, if for nothing else, because we've been told our voices are similar. That's what we've been told, anyway. So we said, well, let's let the listener decide. <laughs> we'll and figure it out, right? One of you guys will, will tell us what's going on. Exactly. So we've introduced the show. Uh, now we just need to introduce each other, because uh, obviously you're already a couple minutes in and you don't know who we are. Uh, well, thanks for making it two minutes. <laughs> right? Hey, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, you made it this far. You're uh, your listeners for life now. You're our pals. Write to us. We don't have an email address yet. Yeah, we'll get one. I mean, how uh, hard can they be? You know. That's true. All right. Um. Anyways, so, tell man. us you're members of the three minute club. The three. You made it. You made it. Tick tick tick. Actually, it's not even three minutes because we had t- difficulty, and so we had to cut a minute of it out. Well, no, I'm drawing them along so they can get to three minutes. Oh, so, that'll work. Radio magic. That'll radio magic. <laughs> I'm the one that worked radio, and you're the one that has the magic. I am just. I don't know. That's okay. All right. Well, who are we? Nick, who are you? I am Nick. He is Nick. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I am Nick Via Gomez. is who I am. I am the little brother in this equation. Uh, Rod here is my big brother. And uh, when I thought about getting into podcasting, I thought about, you know, if you're going to be casting, you need a good Rod. And I've got the best Rod in the business. Big that, brother Rod Via Gomez. That, my friend, is going to be the part of the intro. <laughs> <laughs> That that will forever be in our intro music and, and in our introduction. Uh, <laughs> We're doing this all just off the top of our heads. Yeah. This is just as it goes along. It's gonna 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 become a show. Episode one is free form this time, and I, and and we're not even gonna apologize for it because sometimes the best time to, to do it is just the the second you think of it. And oh, I'll apologize because I habitually apologize for things. So. Yeah, and you'll get to know that later on yeah, too. Well, but I won't apologize because I don't even care. <laughs> uh, and I am Rod Via Gomez. Uh, I've definitely, uh, like he said, been at the game for a little while. I've I've podcasted for years. Uh, before podcasting was cool. Um, yeah, I'm that hipster guy, right? I've been podcasting since 2006. But he's actually right, though. He's been doing it for so long. It wasn't even a thing back when he started doing this. Exactly. I mean, barely was a thing. I I, I have some of my old, old episodes that'll, you know, make you want to cry. You're like, what is this? But um, yeah, but anyway, so I mean, I podcast here and there. I've been doing a bunch of shows. Uh, but this one is for fun. We, I, all the ones that I do are so you know i mean they're for fun they're you know whatever but they have a purpose this show (laughs) there's no purpose there's no purpose there's no rhyme there's no reason and maybe we'll figure one out along the way but this is because you know at some point we need to put down all of the crazy onto the podcasting world yes absolutely i I have a lot of crazy and swirling around in here i've got to get it out so if you guys are listening i'm sorry to put it in your heads First off, but um, <laughs> if you're not listening, which is more than likely, hey, it's out there in the world now. It is. It's out there in the abyss. <laughs> so a little bit about the, the the name of the show. Obviously, you know, I'm Rod Via Gomez. He's Nick Via Gomez. Via Gomez kind of almost literally translates into House of Gomez, and then that's the rest. It's not clever, but it's look it up, kids. It's what it is. 
so yeah, so House of Gomez, the name of the podcast. Uh, Rod Via Gomez, Nick Via Gomez, your hosts, and the topic is upside down question mark at this point. Pretty much, that's where we're at right now. We are freeforming this thing like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, riffing like I, I need to make a, a mental note here though because I keep nodding as though it's you know an actual thing that people can notice. You know, like I can't answer in the affirmative by just nodding because you guys, you, you can hear me say yes, but I don't think you can quite see me saying or nodding just yet. This is not television. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Periscopes will follow. And you don't want it on TV. I, I've got, I've got a face for radio. That is the oldest cliche in the book, but it's it is, true but of both it. of us. <laughs> hey, you know, it's true of both of us. Until I get my feet wet here, cliches are the way to go. That's all right. He'll, this is this is the fun part. When you start to listen to episode one <laughs> versus episode like a hundred, then you're like, "What was I thinking in episode one?" Because nobody really enters the podcasting world a, a, a clean professional. Even even radio jocks get into podcasting and they realize that it's a completely different uh, uh, water. So um, you're uh, you're coming in at a time where you know you need to get your uh, podcasting identity. And you guys listening, you get to see the growth of a little bit oh, yeah. podcaster. <laughs> Little baby pot. You get to hold him in your arms, and then all of a sudden he becomes a big podcast, and you go, I, I knew him when. He was so not good at first. <laughs> he, he mumbled and stuttered, and I'm pretty sure he called himself ugly like three or four times in the first hour alone. Uh, well, you know, it happens. Yeah. So, uh, Although there is one topic that we did want to talk about, and we'll maybe we'll, we'll let this hopefully set the stage for, for episodes to come, but, um, you know... One of the things that we always discuss is uh, the the world of Google and how there's never a question in this world that you cannot find the answer to. And what do we always say, Nick? There is never an excuse not to know. There is never an excuse not to know. And so anytime we're sitting around and... Uh, which you is know, often. Which is very often. And a question arises, I know we do like you do, and uh, reach for the phone and ask Google or Siri or Alexa Oopsie, or I just nodded again. You did nod, but that's all right. Whatever. I'm going to calm myself on it when I do it just to try to break the flow a little bit. Play a drinking game. Anytime you don't hear anything from Nick and he's nodding, take a drink. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you'll know I'm nodding because I'm not saying anything. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> then he won't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying stuff. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, you know, you ask your phone and get an instant answer. Um, but when did the, I mean... When did the need to know stuff actually really start? I mean, I feel like it's it's more of a recent thing. Like, people have always been curious, but you get mad at yourself for not knowing anymore. Well, see, me, I take the opposite example of that because I do want to know. I've always wanted to know. And now that I have the ability to know, it's like this, this, this manna from heaven, you know? I've got a flashlight down on me, an angel singing, you can Google. <laughs> and it's just this amazing thing to where now I've got it just, boom, I can look up anything and so now i don't have to sit there and think oh i used to know this i, I learned this in school i i can now refresh my memory and it's for me i i love learning things and and so for me it's not a new thing for me it's it's something that i've been waiting for forever but there's a lot of people that say that it's making the world a dumber place now because you can actually look up stuff but i don't know i feel like if you can look it up then it's in your head right i mean i, I don't think you get dumber by learning that's what i thought too but you there are know? people like well, no one's ever curious and, and enough to go out and actually find the answer. They just look for it on their phone. I'm so, but isn't that? That's exactly what looking for the answer is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's right there. And there's so and you know there's no excuse because it is right there. The answer is right there in your pocket. 
literally if you had a magic book that had the answers to every question you could answer i mean you know for the most part the factual actual questions you know <laughs> and it was right there in your pocket not opinion questions like is there a god or or you know what's i don't know google will tell you that too i could yeah but i mean wouldn't you go to that book and be like boom there's the answer of course you would. Isn't there? Like, I mean, that that's what all those magical things are all about, too. The magical tombs, right? Where you open yeah. them up and you say, what is the answer to this question? And then there they go. That's like right there. That's what we've got. And why wouldn't we use it? Of course we're going to use it. Yeah. There's no excuse not to know. I'm going to keep saying that because it's, it's true. It's our, it's our saying. Anytime anybody asks a question, there's no excuse not to know. So you can't just sit there for, you know, 20 minutes. And that was one of the things back in like the 90s when, you know, those trivia questions were floating around or you'd be on a car on a road trip and you're far away from anything else, and you're sitting there, and you're asking each other questions, or like, oh, man, who sang this song, right? Before you could display the, the uh, name of the song and the artist on the actual radio itself. Um, yeah, I mean, there was all that, because uh, you, you could stump your friends. Now, you can't. Take a drink, I was nodding. <laughs> uh, nod count. <laughs> one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there was all that, you know, you, you could stump your friends. Now you can't, because all it is is a Google search away. Um, well, I wouldn't want to stump my friends. I'd want the answer. I'd want to know. I wouldn't want to sit there forever and be like, oh, man, am I right? Was I right about this? Does it sound right? Does it, does it feel right? No, it's either right or it's wrong. Look it up. I, uh, I ask Google some of the most mundane things. Like, I will literally just Google something because I don't want to think about it for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's a good reason. I you know mean, what I'm saying? Like, I just know if there's a question that crosses my mind and all of a sudden it's there, I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and ask Google and then we'll be done with it. And then I won't have to worry about what the answer is for the rest of the day. Um, I mean, you know, I, I've kind of abused Google a little bit. I think my last two queries were, um, what is that smell and why isn't that foot attached? <laughs> so I think they're out there. They're kind of looking at me a little bit. Do you think for a minute, though, like there's sometimes where I Google something and I'm like, hmm, maybe that's going to set off some triggers. I don't think it sets off triggers, but if they ever have occasion to go back and like review your, your browsing history in, say, a, a, a criminal you know, type of case, if you're looking those things up, that's evidence that, that you're not in the right uh, frame of mind, so to speak. What did I look up the other day? I looked up Hatchet. Yeah, I looked up Hatchet. Because <laughs> we were thinking, I, I didn't even remember why I Googled it. I, we're in some capacity of of wood cutting or something to that effect or uh chainsaw or something i i think i was looking up uh because there was a noise out there and i said it was a chainsaw this is a nose and edger and anyway so i i there googled was a noise out there and you wanted to get a hatchet and take care of it <laughs> Shh, google's listening uh <laughs> alexa alexa give me a chainsaw um <laughs> but no so I, I googled hatchet and then i thought man i wonder because i i turn off my google search history like i just i do it because i don't it's not that I have anything to hide. I just don't like the idea that Google saves that stuff. Like, I don't want them to... They don't need to know that I searched for Hatchet. It's like, <laughs> what do they really need to know that for? But I, I wonder if, like, the Google police are sitting there and, you know, whenever a, a, a red flag comes up, they're like, just kiss this. Yeah. I, I mean, I've legitimately searched for serial killers and mobsters. You know, I like to watch the, the biography shows during the day, and, and they've got the, the mob shows and true crime, stuff like that. So, you know, a name pops up, I go to Google it. So my search, search history is filled with, like, you know, Manson, Bundy, <laughs> Dahmer, Gein, you know, Gacy, and and, and, and Gotti, and, and, and Luciano. And they're thinking, man, this guy, 
We red gotta flag. keep an eye on this guy. Red, red flag, red pin. But to be honest with you, some of the most popular podcasts out there right now are all about those true crime and this, true murder things. So, like, you're not alone, man. There's a lot of people out there that... There's a lot of red flags out there. A lot of red flags out there. So, I don't know. I mean, that to me, it's like whatever the Google folks are, are out there. And if you're listening and you work for Google... Um, tell me what you guys do with our search histories. And thank you for listening. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, first of all, <laughs> uh, but I want to know what you do with our search histories. Cause that, that to me is one of the most intriguing things in the world. Is it really just to turn around and sell us stuff or are you guys, cause okay, listen, I don't care what it is, but if you work in a place where you deal with people's information, there's going to be office jokes and, oh, and deny it, deny it all you want out there. So you keep your job. That's fine. I don't care. But you are, everybody knows that there are office jokes when it comes to dealing with deny it. And then hypothetically tell me those jokes, <laughs> please. Cause I want to hear them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I just, you know, it, it that's, that, that's what I want to know. Cause you got to be sitting around and laughing about some of the stuff that people search for, you know, cause if you, if the autofill function is anything like what people are actually asking, Oh my God! Good Lord! Yeah. Good Lord! I like to think autofill is just some guy like behind, on the other other side of the screen, just like typing ahead of you. <laughs> hey, he, he's gonna type this. <laughs> he's a pretty busy guy. <laughs> he's looking for dirty stuff. I was Dude, like, I'm looking for a coat. <laughs> like, not, a, not a coat hanger. Easy guy. Easy. Like, calm down. Calm down. How do I? And then all of a sudden, it just pops up with a gazillion things. Kill a family. Wait, whoa. Wait, whoa. We're going back to with, this one. I was going to say, with kindness. <laughs> Maybe we should have rethought my, 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 my uh, search. Think about it. Think about engine it. Engine optimizer. Optimizing etiquette dealio. My microphone's falling down again. This is ridiculous. Man, whose who's studio is this anyways? I uh, couldn't tell you. No, I think it's mine. I'm pretty sure. Here, fine. I'll just hold the microphone up the whole time. I think we just jumped again. It's like, dude. I'm used to it. Give us your microphones. We want the studio <laughs> time. But, um, all right. So you for know, the sake It doesn't of- work very often either. You need to shake down people in the streets. Hey, give me your microphone. Hey, give me your microphone. Yeah, that doesn't work. It, I, I've tried. It doesn't work. All of a sudden. Mm. My, my, oh, my daughter's in here. She's uh, 10 years old and she's chopping at the bit she i think she wants to actually be on the show someday you've got to actually uh earn your stripes take a drink she nodded youngster she also <laughs> oh, with this anybody in the studio's <laughs> nod count that's what we get I'm, I'm counting it as one of mine all right that'll work i want to get the listeners drunk so they, so they enjoy the show more that would actually probably be a good <laughs> good idea you should have already been drunk by the time you turned this on i uh, would have had to been to be like hey what's this thing about yeah like, what what do you mean they're number 500 on itunes are we that high <laughs> I'm kidding. You tell me. Uh, yeah, we're not that. We're not even close. We're not even on iTunes yet. <laughs> not even under 500 million yet. Uh, we'll be on iTunes. Actually, by the time this comes out, I'll have already put us on every you know platform there is to, to put us on. So you can listen from your your iPhone, from your Galaxy, from your universe, from your I don't know what else. Like, and in all seriousness too, uh, I'm really am excited about doing something like this because I've been on his podcast before. His CFL show. I'm talking about my brother Rod sitting next to me here, pointing at him because he can't see me pointing. Drake. And um, he did something you can't see. <laughs> I've done a radio show with him here in in town, and both times I've really enjoyed it, and I've really had a lot of fun just being. I mean, it's not really on the air right here, but you know, doing this sort of thing. And so I'm really hoping that you know, not for some sort of like overwhelming success, but just so we can do this often enough to where it's worth something. 
And, so, you know, I'm looking forward to, to hopefully that works out for us. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like topics will be sort of vague and broad. And I mean, you might get a lot of us just complaining and, and groaning and moaning because, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not getting any younger and I feel the grumpy old man syndrome coming on. Um, and in fact, case in point here. So here we go. We'll, we'll, let's, let's launch into a, a little rant about let's society at large. Rod's Rant. Da-dun! Which I've done before. That was the name of my show before. <laughs> well, it's not very creative. I'm not, uh, I'm not reaching very far for that one. No, you're not. Uh, but that's okay. I mean, listen. Oh, you did do that before. I, I did do that. Yeah. Right. I had Rod's Rants. Um, but here, here's a Rod's Rant for you quickly. Um, at my daughter's uh, performance at her, at her recital yesterday. Um, and man, you know. Listen, I get that this is kids, right? These are kids' recitals and that there's a lot of parents around. But you figure that parents could have a little bit more respect for their surroundings. I'm sitting in front of this this guy and, and his wife, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really care who it was. But it was a, it was a guy and, and his kids and his wife and whatever. And the whole family behind me would not shut up the entire time. Like, they literally talked through every performance. And I was livid because all I heard from them was stupid stuff. Like, like from the whole, I couldn't enjoy anything, right? Now, luckily, they stopped because I turned around. And listen, I'm a very passive guy. Nick can attest to this, yep, right? this is true. I don't necessarily enjoy confrontation because I, 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 I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I don't necessarily, um, you know, I just don't call them out. Right? Yeah. So uh, You're not the call-out one. Our sister's the call-out one. Yeah, our sister's the call-out one, which, by <laughs> the way, Tiff needs to get on this podcast. Oh, yeah. We're definitely bringing her in. ASAP. Point. Absolutely. Uh, our sister, Tiffany, she's the youngest, uh, and she definitely <laughs> could hold her own on this. Absolutely, she could. Uh, but, but no. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway, so so finally, look, the, I mean, it was probably four four or five acts into it, right? And, and I finally turned around. I'm like, are you going to talk to the whole thing? And I got the single most confused look from the guy and and like they spoke something in spanish behind me and i i kind of understood um don't let our names fool you guys <laughs> oh yeah we don't speak a word of spanish no and it's not because we don't we don't appreciate our heritage it's just that once upon a time i told my grandma when i was five years old that i didn't i wasn't mexican and she held it against me and never taught me or i'm the oldest grandchild never taught me or any of the other grandchildren spanish so sorry nick yeah, that's uh, that is, so it's your fault then. It's totally my fault. I, I'd heard that part of that story. I hadn't heard the whole story. That that's why she never bothered. Yeah, she never bothered because I told her that I wasn't Mexican and that I didn't need to learn Spanish. Wow. And so and so I I screwed you guys all. See, because Grandma loved me. I know she did. She didn't like <laughs> me very much for a while. It took it took a while before her she liked me again. Um, but I digress. So yeah, so I finally turned around and I and I told the guy I was like, "Are you just going to talk through the whole thing?" And, and like, I don't think he expected me to turn around and do that, but, uh, I did. And then they, they finally quieted down. So I got to enjoy not only my youngest, but my oldest daughter's performance with no commercial interruption between (laughs) nice. Yeah. Uh, lame people talking. I can't, but I I am not good with people that are rude to, to the, the masses. There are a few things in life that I abhor more than rudeness. Rudeness just bugs me on a level that I can't even really explain very well, which is, you know, bad radio, but good for emotion because it's just, it bugs me. And I've worked fast food, so I've seen rudeness firsthand. 
And it's just insanity to me that you can be so... Not even disrespectful, because I hate that word anymore, you know. Oh, you're being disrespectful. You're not showing me respect. Well, who are you that I need to respect you? Look, I respect you as another human being. That's all you get from me until you show that you're worth, you know, more than that. But yeah, rudeness itself, it just, I, I can't deal with it. And, and to be rude to people who are working, you know, minimum wage jobs to serve you, especially just irks me. I'll be in a fast food place and I just can't deal with it. They, they start mouthing off and I've jumped in a few times like, look, you need to calm down. Uh, when I was a manager, I, I got to throw folks out of my store, which was just so much fun oh, for I me. Bet that was bu- uh, oh, I enjoyed that. I got to toss a drunk once. That was a good time. You're out of here. And I got Give to be the all, old referee or the old umpire. I, I got to be all possessive about it too. Be like, don't you hassle my girls, man? Because uh, <laughs> I was working with teenage girls at the time, and I was like, yeah, you need to leave my girls alone. You need to get out. Get out of here now. Get going. Get. They're like, oh, Nick, you're so great. No, I suck, but I'll take it. But I'll take it. <laughs> it's cool. No, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't – I have this level of, of like you said, respect for people. And, and it's a matter of, you know, I will give you the benefit of the doubt upon meeting you, you know, that you're a good person. Like, yes, I right. will respect you. And I don't care what you do. I don't care if you mop floors. I don't care if you're CD, uh, the CEO of a, of a big tech company. I don't care who you are. A general – uh, I am in the military, so you know if you're a, if you're an officer, if you're higher enlisted, that's fine. I will respect you as a human being uh, before I will respect your rank. But you know, if you prove that you are somebody that is not worthy of respect, then you kind of lose it for me. Then then it's like, okay, listen, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like treat you like junk because of it. But I certainly will ease up on the yeah, yeah. the politeness oh, yeah. and the nicety because. If you can't reciprocate it, and if you can't be a decent human being, far be it from me to actually treat you like one. You know, I hadn't actually told this story yet uh, off air either, so this is the first time you guys are hearing this one. So the other day, I'm driving out to 7-Eleven to make my usual soda run. And, okay, so you folks, if you're listening out there in, in, in internet land, this is going to be a little inside town for you, but i got to set up the story for, for my brother here. So I, I just go past uh, I-5 onto, um, you know, I'm on, I'm on March Lane, and you know where it merges onto the freeway, mm-hmm. off the freeway, and you have to merge over to get to 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, folks. Back to the actual story. <laughs> so I'm merging, and, and what it is is for, you know, usually it's pretty empty, so I can merge in no problem. But that particular day, there was just a line of cars. So merging was going to be a little bit more complicated. So I got a car ahead of me, and I, I'm, I'm right there, and then I got a car ahead of me to my right, who is about, actually about maybe half a car length ahead of me when I'm rolling up to where I can start merging. So obviously he's got the lead. He's going to go ahead. So I let him go up and I'm looking behind and there's a big old truck behind me, but he's just far enough back. And, you know, maybe by four or five feet, six or seven feet, but he's far enough back to where I can merge safely, you know, and I know I can do it because I've got enough room. So I get over safely and he's behind. And then two cars ahead of me, the car that was ahead of me hits his brakes. The car that was merging into the lane that I was in hits his brakes. So I've got to hit my brakes and the guy behind me was going too fast, and he squeals his tires like you wouldn't believe. And so I'm like, oh, well, okay, this might be a confrontation. I'm about to get hit. Well, no, he didn't. it wasn't going to hit me because oh. I, I, I had enough room ahead of him to where I wasn't going to get hit. Got it. I knew that. I knew I was safe. I, there was no question in my mind. I did that move safely. So I pull into the parking lot. He decides he wants to get in behind me. Oh, my God. So he's going to make a scene. I hate when people do that. Oh, yeah. He wants to, he wants to let me know that, that I, I did him poorly. Sure. You know, probably disrespected him, you know. 
So I get out of the car. He pulls up in behind me to block me in. Like, I wasn't leaving anyway because I was going to go in and buy my soda. Yeah. And so I get my change. I close the door. And he's you know, wags his finger at me. That was a dumb bleeping thing for you to do. Do you know that? And I looked at him. I was like, dude, I had plenty of room. I had room enough ahead of me, room enough behind me. He jumped on his brakes. I had to slow down. And he still, that was a dumb thing to do. You should have done that. Oh, uh, you know, you didn't have room. I said, no, I had room. I had plenty of room. And he's just sitting there. And I was like, just, just drive away. Just drive away. And he's still sitting there yelling at me. So I was like, okay, well, he's not going to leave. I'm just going to get my soda. So he's, you know, still shouting and got his fist raised in the air. He's shaking his fist. I'm shaking my fist. And finally, I just shrugged and turned around. I walked into the store. <laughs> Half expecting him to still be there when I got out. He wasn't? He wasn't. He was gone. See, and that's the thing. Like, people, and, uh, I guess if you needed to get it off your chest, you need to get it off your chest. I guess, but, I mean, ultimately, what good did it do him? I know what happened. He drove home that day, and he told his wife or his kids about that jerk in the road that cut him off. And his wife and kids were like, oh, that jerk, he's a terrible person. Well, that terrible person is me. And guess what? <laughs> I'm not a terrible person. I didn't cut him off. And the fact that there's people out there that might think I'm a terrible person and that I cut him off doesn't bother me any. Yeah. It's of no consequence to me. Yeah. I don't lie awake at night. In fact, I thought, of, I forgot about that guy that very day. I just happened to remember because you were talking about rude people. <laughs> you know? I went home, I got in the car, and I thought, okay, replay this event. How did it happen? Did I have enough room? And in fact, thinking back, what was going on was he was going too fast. If he had not been going as fast, he wanted to block me, and he didn't want to let me get over. That's why he got mad in the first place. Well, sure. I didn't, he didn't want to let me get over, but he wasn't up far enough to block me. If he'd have been far enough up, I wouldn't have gotten over, because he'd have had the lane. You know, I watch enough NASCAR to know when you have the lane when you don't have the lane. You know, I didn't have the lane, so I wouldn't have moved over. I had the lane. I moved over. He was going too fast. He had to jump on his brakes harder than I did, because I did have to hit my brakes. I, you know, the other car ahead of me didn't move fast enough to merge and... and so, but yeah, and I thought, I did everything right. Okay, so about the confrontation. Okay, I yelled a little more than I needed to, but I walked away. I did everything right. That was the one time I've had a public instance like that where I haven't walked away thinking all the things I wish I would have said. You actually said it all. I said what I wanted to say. I said exactly what I wanted to say. I said, I had the right. I moved over. I had plenty of room. I left you plenty of space. Drive away. You didn't want to drive away? I... Went and got my soda. <laughs> and he was gone when I got back. I love it. He probably and that was thought. a fantastic cherry Mountain Dew. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm just saying, everybody, I think everybody's so on edge uh, these last couple of years over everything political and everything, you know, yeah. that, oh, that yeah. just rudeness is prevailing right now because everybody feels like they're just either empowered or, or oppressed. Entitled. Or entitled, too, right? Empowered, oppressed, or entitled. And so empowerment gives you that sense of superiority. Oppression gives you that uh, chip on your shoulder. And then entitled also, you know. Makes you feel like you should. Makes you you feel like, yeah, you're supposed to. Like it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And I just, I don't feel any of that. I guess that's why sometimes I feel like I'm a horrible person because I don't have any of that. Like I don't feel entitled. I don't walk into a place and think the world must bow down to me um, because it's just, it, it doesn't. <laughs> you and know? it never, never will. No. Uh-uh. And even the people that are entitled, like the whole world doesn't bow down to them. Yeah, they may get a lot of what they want, but, you know, there's even limits to their power. So, and ultimately, they're who they are. Well, that, and that's the biggest punishment of all. That's true. 
You're you. Yeah. Not you specifically. You, our listener, we like you. You're a cool guy. Yeah. Never change. Yeah. Keep in touch. We'll see you next summer. <laughs> yeah, once we finally get an email address. We'll see We'll see you next school year. But, yeah, I mean, that's 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 the thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with society. I don't know what's wrong with people. Um, I just wish that at some point, you know, somebody would get a hint and uh, and stop being... Stop being so debagginess, right? I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. But, um, all right, well, listen, this is the close of this show. We've kept you hostage for almost 30 minutes, which is about a good episode of a podcast. Yeah, um, we can stop there. We hit on some 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 fun things and some, some things that we needed to get off our chest, <laughs> which may end up being the show. This might be our therapeutic uh, half hour, uh, but whatever. Um, with that being said, yeah, I think we look forward to more of these, yeah? I think so. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to do the next one. Can you believe that it's already been almost a half hour? I can't. I, I almost thought it would be a little bit longer. All right, fine. Push the button. Push the button, Gailey Bear. Good job. <laughs> Good Lord. That wasn't a horse. That was actually an applause. I thought that was a horse. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> the applause button. My daughter's been dying to push that the whole time. Uh, so We got sound effects. What do you got, yo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kaylee, for that. Um, all right. Well, uh, Nick, say goodbye and, and tell people if they if you would like where they can find you. I am on. Um, you know what? I might need a new Twitter. You might need actually. a new Twitter. Okay, I don't know fine. if I'll, well, this one I haven't polluted this one yet, have I? I don't know. Let so me, no, you know what? No. Well, you can find me at Nick Via Gomez. That's N I C K V I L L A G O M E Z two at Twitter. There you so go. it's at Nick Via Gomez two. Yep, that's Nick on Twitter. You can find me at RJ Villagomez, uh, same spelling as him, uh, except without the Nick. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you can find me on Twitter there. Um, and yeah, that that's uh, that's good for episode one of the um, House of Gomez. House of Gomez podcast. We'll have a Twitter and all that up for the next episode uh, if you decide to stick around. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the first episode. And if you stick around, hey, bring a friend next time. Yeah, yeah. Life is more fun with friends. Tell two friends and they can tell two friends. I've been told anyway. I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) More of Nick's neurosis at the uh, (laughs) episode two. That's Uh, the only thing we can promise, I'm sure. Yeah, we can guarantee that. Now with more (laughs) neurosis. Anyways, until next time, everybody. Don't choke and die. We need you. (laughs) 